In today's session, we are going to be giving you some tips on how to label and identify your food packages and other items inside of your kitchen. Kitchens can be very challenging spaces for somebody with vision loss for a number of reasons. Um, one, they can be cluttered with a lot of different tools and items that you need access to, um, which can make identification just a little more difficult. Um, they can also contain items that may be dangerous. There are hot stoves and ovens, um, there may be knives and other sharp objects. Um, and also, you may be sharing your kitchen space with others in your home. So you may put items in a certain spot that works for you, and then someone may move it on you. So having some systems in place to be able to label and organize and identify your food packages and items is an important part of cooking. So before you even start the cooking process, it's important that you have your items set up so you can identify them. All right, let's get started. Uh, just a couple of general organization tips before we get into talking about labeling. Um, it's important to group your items that are alike together and to separate items that are different. You can do this in a couple of different ways. Um, pantry items are a good type of item that you want to keep really organized so you can identify them. One way to do that is to simply put them on separate shelves in your pantry or if you don't have that space, you can also put them on separate ends of the shelf. So maybe your, your soup cans go on one side and your vegetable cans go on the other. You also can separate your items or group them together in different types of bins or containers. I highly recommend putting your items inside of some sort of a, a container because a container is something that you can feel. You can use your sense of touch to be able to feel the border of your container and then you can put your items that are alike together inside of that container. I do like bins or containers that aren't too fussy so you don't want ones that have a lot of little covers that you have to snap on just a simple open bin works perfectly fine. Um, this is just one example of a bin, just a clear bin that you could get at a thrift store or dollar stores or places like that. I put all of my soup cans inside of this bin. So it's something I can feel. Um, bins are nice because you can place them on your shelf and then you can easily pull them down off of the shelf to look and explore your items a little bit further. You can also put labels on your bins so that you know what's inside of the bin. So for example, this bin has a couple of different types of labels. So I've labeled this bin for a person with vision loss, but also others in the household who may have some vision. And the reason why you wanna do that is it's a, a little visual clue to the people in your house to put items in that space so that you can maintain your organization system. So I have a big print label that says soup. And then I also have a little label that's something I can feel. It's made out of something called wiki sticks. Wiki sticks are actually pieces of craft wax. A lot of times kids use this to make different craft projects. They can twist it and bend it and make different shapes. But it works really good as a label for someone with vision loss because you can bend it into different shapes. I made an S here on my bin for soup. You can cut it into smaller pieces, you can twist it and, and make different symbols, but it's also a label that you can pull off of your surface easily. So you can put it on your surface, press it on, and then peel it off right away too. So it works great as just a quick little label for someone with vision loss. 
So again, use those bins. You can also use items you have at home already. Um, shoe boxes work really good for bins. Um, Ziploc bags are also a great container because you can put items inside of them. It's something you can feel and then you can put a label on the outside of it. So again, when you're thinking about organizing and identifying your kitchen items, consider using bins um, in your area. Um, another kind of general organization tip is to declutter. Um, a lot of our kitchens end up collecting a lot of items, a lot of utensils, a lot of food products. We just end up collecting them. Um, it's very easy for items to get pushed back to the, the back of a shelf. And if you can't see them, you may even forget that they're there. So it's good to take a little bit of time before you even start the cooking process to go through your shelves and your pantry and pull out all the items that you have, take inventory of them. If items are old or expired, just go ahead and throw those out right away. Um, so it's very important to declutter, make sure your space is usable. I always like to tell people to um, that space that you go to every day, your, your usable space, your countertops, make sure especially that space is clutter free because then it, it's gonna take less time to identify your items if you have less items um, setting around. So yeah, declutter, make sure you use some sort of bins or containers, um, group items together. Those are some just basic organization tips that can make identification easier. Um, and then labeling, which we'll talk about in a minute, but putting some sort of a label on an item makes it a lot easier to tell what it is. And then also if the items get moved around on you, if you have that label on it, at least you're gonna be able to tell what it is. So let's go through the kitchen and talk about specific items inside of the kitchen that you might need when you're, you're cooking and, and preparing food that you have to identify. Seasonings are an item that a lot of people have trouble with, with telling what they are. Um, a lot of times seasoning bottles are all the same shape and style, so it may be tough to tell what they are. Um, but there are some ways to make identification easier. One is to think about how you store the seasonings. Um, you could consider some of those organization concepts we just talked about. You could store them in some sort of a bin or a container so that when you're trying to pull out your seasonings and tell what they are, you can just pull out your, your bin and then you can use your sense of touch to try to identify them. Uh, Lazy Susans work really great for seasonings and, and other food products or items because it allows you to spin things around and, and, and use your sense of touch to try to pick things up and identify them. Uh, Lazy Susans are great too because they allow you to store your most commonly used items right at your fingertips. So I keep a Lazy Susan on my counter near my stove for those seasonings that I, that I use most often, my favorite seasonings. Um, so that's a good way to do that. Um, so again, those organization concepts are important, but then with seasonings, you can also put some sort of a label on top of them. I like to put a label on the cover of my food packages, my seasoning bottles, because then it's a nice consistent spot. And then I know I can just reach on top of that, that seasoning bottle to tell what it is. I have a couple of different types of labels on this seasoning bottle. I have an O made out of that wiki sticks craft wax. Um, this is oregano. So I made the O with the wiki stick so I can feel it. Um, wiki sticks also come in bright colors. So if you have some vision, think about contrast. So I have a yellow 
circle on top of the red bottle. So kind of opposite colors to make it stand out a little bit more. And then when I'm done with the seasoning bottle and I want to throw it away, I can easily peel off that wiki sticks label and I can reuse it. I can press it on another surface if I want to and just keep reusing it. You also can use bump dots to label your items in the kitchen. Um, bump dots are raised stickers. So for someone who has no vision, you can easily feel that label. And if you have some vision, you can see the bright colors. It comes in different colors, orange, black, white, um, lots of other colors. So an example of how you might use this with your spice bottle is say you have two bottles that are, are very similar and you always get them mixed up. You could put one bump dot on your oregano bottle so that you can always tell that one apart just by feeling that label. So a lot of great uses for, for the bump dots. Um, you also can use something called the pen friend to label your, your spice bottles and lots of different items in the kitchen. How this works is the pen friend is a tool that looks something like this. It looks like a big pen, basically. I'm going to press the power button to turn it on. And it uses a lot of little audio cues to make it easy to use. It comes with special stickers or labels that you put on items and then you can record a message onto that label. So I recorded a little message onto my little pen friend label that I placed on the top of my bottle here. And what I'm gonna do to listen to that label, all I do is touch the device to that label. So let's listen. Oregano. So it says oregano. You could record whatever you want on that label. I could record when I purchased this so that I know when it's expired and ready to throw out. You can record uh, recipes and any other important information you need about that item onto that label and then simply touch the device to the label to listen to it. Um, so lots of great uses with the pen friend. I highly recommend this as, as a nice tool for identification in the kitchen. So that's seasonings and, and spice bottles. That's a great way to identify them. Uh, let's talk a little bit about our canned goods. Um, that is an item that a lot of us collect a lot of them in our pantries. And so there, there's lots of different types of canned goods. There's soup cans, there's beans, there's fruit, vegetables, sauces, so a lot of different cans. It's easy to get those all mixed up and get overwhelmed. So again, one of your, your first steps is to kind of go through and declutter your canned goods. You may need some help with somebody um, for doing that step. Um, but then when you're going through that process, you know, throw out the ones that are expired and then think about what we talked about earlier. Grab your bins, maybe grab a bin for each type of canned good and place all of your like ones together in those bins. Uh, make sure you put some sort of a label on your bin. And then also the cans themselves, you can put labels on the outside of them as well. Just a couple of examples. Um, I have a, a soup can here and I put one of those little magnetic letters that you probably are familiar with from when you were younger. You use these to spell out letters and, and numbers, um, but it's magnetic. So you could easily put that on the top of your canned good. I have an S for soup. So that's a quick, easy simple way to label those canned goods when you go to use your soup can just pull off the the label and throw it into your bin so that you can reuse it again you want your labeling and organization system to be easy so you don't want it to be fussy and that's why we use open bins simple labels that we can just throw on um, to make it as easy as possible 
You also can use kind of low-tech labeling options. You can put um, a rubber band around certain cans if you have trouble with identification. Um, and then you can use some of the higher-tech options, um, the pen friend that we talked about. So with the pen friend with your soup cans, you don't want to put your little sticker that we showed you before right on the can itself because those labels are, are kind of expensive, <laughs> higher-tech labels. So we don't want to throw away our label. But you want to think about ways to make those labels reusable. So what I did is I took some magnets that I have that advertise different businesses or I have an old packer schedule <laughs> that's a magnet and I cut it into smaller pieces. And then I put one of the pen friend sticker labels on top of that little magnet piece. So that way I can record a message onto this magnet. I can throw it on my soup can. When I'm done using the soup can, I can keep this little label put in my bin and keep reusing it. Um, so let's see what I put on this, this label. I'm gonna touch my pen friend to that label. chicken with rice soup. So that's what, what is in this can. Again, you could also record expiration dates. I could record the instructions that are on the side of this can that are really tiny and hard to read. I could also record that onto this little label. Very simple, easy system to use for identification. Um, the, the, these systems, again, you can think about what system that works best for you. If you like the low-tech options, think about the low magnetic letters. If you like higher tech options, if you have a smartphone, there are some great apps that also work well for identification. Um, for iPhones, there's an app called Seeing AI that can be useful for reading some of the small text on some of the your food packages, your box packages, cans, those types of things. Um, some smartphones also have magnification apps that allow you to magnify whatever you're trying to read. Um, there's also an app called the Way Around app that works similar to the Pen Friend. Um, it comes with little tags or stickers or labels that you could put on items and then record messages onto those labels using your smartphone. So think about what type of system works best for you. If you like the higher tech options, there's apps, there's smartphones. But if you like some of the lower tech options, there's rubber bands and little magnetic letters. Important to use a system that works best for you. Um, so that's a little bit about your canned goods. Again, the bins help you to pull those cans off of your shelf easily to explore them. Let's talk a little bit about boxed packages. Boxed food packages can be tricky to identify as well. And it's hard to put a label on top of the box or on the box because you're gonna throw away the box. So like your pancake mixes, your rices and pastas, you don't wanna put a fancy pen friend label on your box and throw away the label. But you can think about some of those lower tech options. Your wiki sticks, again, can be useful for an item that you're gonna throw away because you can put your wiki stick label on the box and then peel off the label when you go to throw away the box. So I have some pancake mix and I put out of wiki sticks, I made it in the shape of a P for pancakes. So I just made one letter. You don't want to spell out the word pancakes. That's too hard to identify, but one letter and I can use my sense of touch to feel what that letter is. You also, again, think about contrast. If you have low vision, you can choose a color that contrasts well with your, your background. Or what you could do is put the whole box inside of a Ziploc bag, like I mentioned earlier, 
and then put a pen friend label on the outside of the, the bag. So let's listen to what I recorded. Pancake mix. Again, I recorded pancake mix. I put my label in a consistent spot so I can feel it. I could record the name of this. I could record, again, expiration dates, recipes, whatever else I need to identify that item. Um, again, lots of uses for that pen friend tool in the kitchen. And then with box packages, again, keep in mind the organization concepts we, we already talked about. Group all those boxes together on your shelf in your pantry if you can, just to make it a lot easier to search and find those items. Let's talk a little bit about baking supplies. So when you're getting ready to bake a cake or some other item, you are going to need access to your flour, your sugar, your oils, things like that. Um, but you want to make sure, again, that you can identify them easily. Flour, sugar, salt, those types of things are all white. So if you have a little bit of vision, it can be tough to tell what those items are. Um, you want to store those items, if you can, inside of large canisters instead of in the bags that they come with because it can be hard to pour and scoop out of a bag versus out of a big open canister. Um, it's a lot easier to get my little scoop inside of this canister versus in the bag. Um, you wanna of course make sure your, your canisters are, are sealed nicely. If you have some vision, maybe you might wanna get a clear canister so that you can see in it a little bit better, um, but any type of big canister is gonna be helpful. You can also put labels on your canisters. I have, again, that wiki stick label. I made it in the shape of an F for flour, and I put it on the cover for my canister so I can feel it really easily and find that label. So that's one little tip for your, your, um, your dry ingredients for when you're baking something. For your, your wet ingredients, your oils, consider using containers that are smaller. So this is a small container of vegetable oil. Instead of buying a great big one like this one, um, maybe consider buying one that's a little bit smaller. The smaller ones are going to be easier to pour, to physically handle and pour. When you're trying to pour into a container, you wanna make sure that you can easily manage that, that container. So um, the smaller items, unfortunately, a lot of convenience items are more expensive than if you buy something in bulk. What you could do is buy the bulk item and then use a funnel and pour it into your smaller container. Um, but when you're actually physically pouring, it's just gonna be easier when it's a smaller container. Um, so just a little tip for um, those types of, of baking type supplies. All right, let's talk a little bit about items in the refrigerator or freezer. Those can also be challenging to identify, especially if you are sharing that refrigerator or freezer with others in the household. They can easily get cluttered up a lot. So again, though, keep in mind some of the, the organization concepts we already talked about. Grouping items that are like together on certain shelves is a great way to identify them. You can also put your, your open bins, your containers on the shelves in the refrigerator and then put your, your yogurts or your, your items that are alike together in those bins. Again, you're gonna use your sense of touch to be able to identify those items a lot easier. Um, as far as labeling goes, a lot of times we have a lot of condiments and in, in things in our refrigerator that can easily get cluttered up. But there are some ways to label those condiments so you can tell what they are. 
Um, you can, I have a little bottle of, of some dressing here. Think about some of those lower tech options, the rubber bands. If you have two bottles that are similar shape and you can't tell what they are, put a little rubber band around one of them so that you can use your sense of touch to feel what it is. You can also use some of the higher tech options again. Um, the pen friend works good for labeling items like this. Um, you don't want to put, again, your label on the, the package itself because you're going to throw away your bottle eventually and you don't want to throw away your label. But a pen friend label you could still put on these items. With the pen friend, we do have to be careful about items in the refrigerator or freezer because there's a lot of moisture. The pen friend labels, it does come with a few uh, magnetic ones and a couple of other types of labels, but primarily it comes with the stickers. And so because they're stickers, they can easily get broken down if they get wet. So you want to protect those stickers. So what I did, here's one little trick, is I took um, a playing card. Um, I like playing cards because they're nice and kind of durable and a little thicker. And I put a little pen friend label on my playing card. But then I put the card inside of a Ziploc bag and that bag really protects that sticker. Um, and then all I did was rubber banded that little label to my, my condiment. And then the pen friend will read through your Ziploc bag. So let's see what it says. Oop, let me turn on my, make sure it's turned on. Sometimes my, my little pen friend gets, has to be reset my demonstration model so it doesn't always <laughs> function how it should so let me turn it on there we go so I'm gonna just touch creamy French dressing. and it says creamy French dressing so again this is one quick way to attach your label to your items in the refrigerator or freezer let me show you an example I have some ground beef here so I had this in my freezer I did kind of the same type of thing. I have a big index card that I wrote out what it is in large print. So if you have low vision, you can see that label. I also put a little pen friend label in the corner and I recorded what this item is. It's ground beef. I also recorded the date that I purchased it. So then I know if it's, you know, a ways down the road, it's getting old, I know to throw it out. And then I simply put it in a Ziploc bag, rubber banded that label to my item. Again, think about a system that's easy. I can easily just rubber band this and take this off when it when it's all finished. Um, so that's refrigerator items and freezer items. Again, pick a system that works best for you. Other perishable items like um, fruit and vegetables, you can do some of the same types of things. Put your items inside of a little Ziploc bag and put a little pen friend label on the outside of it or use your wiki sticks and make the shape of a letter uh, for whatever is inside of that Ziploc bag. Again, the pen front works good for expiration dates. So if you're wondering if the item is expired, um, use something like that to be able to record when you purchased it. You don't necessarily have to record the expiration date that's on, listed on the item because if you have vision loss, you're not gonna be able to see that anyways but you may know when you purchase the item. So it's a good idea to record that purchase date and then you'll, you'll get a sense of how long it takes for, for things to expire. Other little tips besides your actual food packages um, in the kitchen, your pots, your pans, your mixing bowls or utensils, 
keep some of those same organization systems in mind that we talked about. So group all of your pans together, group all of your covers together. Um, in my home, I have a great big bin that I keep all of the covers for my pots and pans in. You could use that system if you wanted. Um, or you can keep the covers right with the pans themselves if you have enough storage space. But again, think about making it easy. Um, your items that you use most commonly or most often, keep those towards the front of shelves. Make sure you have easy access to them. Um, I keep right near my stove a little pitcher with my most commonly used utensils. So my spatula, my spoon, my wooden spoon that I use a lot at the stove. I just keep them in a little container so that I don't have to keep searching for them in my, my big utensil drawer. They're, they're right there. Um, so again, a basic organization concept that is just gonna make life a little bit easier when you're trying to identify items. And then just one other thing with using the stove or oven, we did record a, a cooking session where we talk a little bit more in depth about um, identifying your stove and oven controls. But just a quick little tip, you know, keep in mind some of those labels we talked about. You can easily put labels on your stove or oven controls if you can't see them very well or if you can't see them at all. Uh, the bump dots we talked about earlier work really well on oven and stove controls. Um, that again, they come in different colors that you can find useful. Uh, tactile paint, or what we call spot and line pen, is another great tool for applying a label. It works very similar to the bump dots, but it's a paint. So you squeeze out a little dot, or maybe a, a symbol, a plus or a minus sign, let it dry, and then it's something you can feel. And it comes in bright colors. Uh, so that's another great way to identify your, your oven or stove controls. Your microwave controls, you can do the same thing. Um, on the microwave, you can get little stickers that um, are white numbers on a black background, nice bold colors. That makes them stand out a lot more. So if you have um, some vision remaining, that really maximizes that remaining vision, helps you to see those numbers a lot easier. All right, so we are we are all done. Hopefully this was helpful for you with just getting a taste of some of the, the tools and techniques for being able to identify your food packages and your other items in the kitchen a little bit easier. Um, don't forget about the survey um, through our website about this Cooking Sense class and some of our other classes. Um, we do have some Cooking Sense recordings through our YouTube site. So if you want to access that, you can just go to YouTube dot com forward slash vision forward that's a way to access all of our youtube recordings or you can just go to our website and get them through that that's www.vision-forward.org all right thank you very much